Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses, too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's Home Try-On program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker, and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And welcome to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11, Episode 5. And it's just us. I know. <laughs> We've scared everyone away. <laughs> no, we've just been a little lazy. Yeah. And like... We've been busy. People. We have fun people lined up for next... I mean, we always have fun guests. Yes. But next week... Yeah. We're bringing over the girls from the Shade Parade. Yeah. Ari Kiki and Vicky Villainess. Yes. Um, to talk about episode six. So, yeah. you know, after you're done listening to this boring episode with just the two of us, you'll have a fun one next week. Wow. I can't believe you called it boring. That's so rude. <laughs> um, what's up with you? Yeah. 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 That, that's the mood this week is just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's simultaneously the most annoying, but also charming thing. You think it's charming? I, I mean, when Ariel does it, well, she doesn't do it a lot, which makes it nice like she did it the first time when she walked in here and there and you know she did it in this episode i i don't know i object fine (laughs) i don't i don't have an issue with her actually i mean i i i don't i think she's she's fine you know she can paint the hair's good the costumes are good but again it's this kind of like it's been looking a lot like the same thing right so yeah, That's no, all. I don't necessarily have an issue with her. I, my thing is more, um, what's it called? It, I just think that, yeah, it's like, it's not enough. She's trying to make it a catchphrase, but mm-hmm. it's not enough. You yeah. Know? I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Honestly, like, I, I know a lot of people have been saying this, and it, this is not like the, you know, let's dissect Ariel's personality hour, but she's just been on my mind because of this episode. Um, and let's be real, because me and Miss Jade... We like we turned it into mm-hmm. a conversation where we just look at each other and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I and I know that you said that you think this this season is a little boring. People are saying it. Well, I've changed my my word to describe. Well, this episode in particular is frustrating, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. as we continue. I think for me, what I like about this season is that the girls that were picked are you know they are they're queens that to me anyway have for the most part gotten where they are because they've been working hard or working a lot not that the two are the same Mm -hmm. um (laughs) in their respective cities or whatever you know like it's it's not the like you know all thin all pretty or like you know everybody's artsy it's like an interesting mix of personalities yeah and i feel like they're they're kind of working as a group and dealing with whatever issues come up in the moment Mm. it 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 doesn't feel like you know season nine was was lovely but it was lovely 
like everybody was really nice to one another. You know, like to me, it seemed like the, every all the girls were very conscious of how they were being. You know, like um, how they were acting because of the backlash on the, social media, exactly. Right? And then right. season ten was frustrating because it got far too nasty, and there was no um, like you know, people were turned into villains who shouldn't have, and I and I think that that was really disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, this season, however, I just I, I'm I'm enjoying watching them interact like it's mm. just it's just i'm i'm kind of middle of the road and i like that mm. okay sorry that was a tent i just don't know i i feel like warm about this season it's nice so the reason i said that this season is frustrating <laughs> to me is because i feel okay so first of all i feel like half the cast can go mm-hmm. like we can do another one of those six-way lip syncs mm-hmm. and you can get rid of five of them yeah. because i feel like a lot of these girls are seriously lacking in personality. And, you know, I hate saying that because this show does make you fall in love with these girls, even the ones that don't have personalities. Because, like, let's be real. Raja gave us some great sound bites on this episode, even yeah. though she was frustrating as fuck mm-hmm. on this episode. But um, uh, I am frustrated by the lack of celebration when it comes to the girls that are doing cool shit on the show yes that's that's very what true. i'm frustrated by yeah but we are going to get into that on the episode mm-hmm. um so before we talk about drag race mm-hmm. can we talk about luxendary yeah uh, please let's talk about that so um this is totally not sponsored by the way hashtag not sponsored. nothing so um this uh iphone case company uh called luxendary um just like emailed us and said hey you know would you like to try out some of our cases to review them um you know again no pressure no payment none of that (laughs) so we were like sure and they sent us seven beautiful iphone cases um from their new air series so they're like these clear like the soft like the the soft um like pliable, I don't know, at PVC or whatever, like they're soft. They're Is not hard. Is that a category of iPhone? I don't know. Yeah, they're like, they're plastic, but they're bendy. Oh, okay. So they're, they fit really nice. Um, and I guess like a big feature of them is that they're, the the designs are 3d printed so they have some texture which is nice so also your phone won't go flying yes um and for us anyway the most like the best thing of all is that they're created they're designed created and printed in new york city mm-hmm. so it's local. local um so anyway the we like them um we've been using them for a few days and um yeah mine is really cute um i got one that says bear with me with like a mm -hmm. big bear on the back it's really cute and i chose this like clear one that has like a phoenix in the back just because it's cool um but they have like lions they have you can get your name on it um and they have lots of different types of cases from what i saw on their website um there's one that it looks like a claw and it has all like the toys swimming mm -hmm. at the bottom i thought that one was adorable and the harry potter one where like his face is the apple yeah i think that's cute um but anyway if you want to check them out we've liked them the few days that we've been using them and we'll um put up a post on instagram so you can see what they look like in person yeah yeah and it's a luxendary.com that's l-u-x-e-n-d-a-r-y.com 
check them out seriously that claw one i might go it's back cute. yeah like i mean if we'd gotten a bag of garbage i would have been like this okay. moment wouldn't exist exactly so you know yeah so, so yeah. how about this episode? Let's talk about this episode. Um, it starts out with the continuation of Raja versus Evie, which is getting annoying. To me, this is Raja, like, Raja's like talking into the air with yeah. this thing. It's it's not even like versus Evie sometimes. It's just like, I, I think she just took Evie, you know, calling out what was going on. on it was like the first episode or second it was the 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 conversation that had that they had when um Evie wanted to know who brought up Silky. Yeah. I just uh, I forget how many episodes ago that was. I wanna say that was the evangelical yeah. episode. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, whenever it happened, it just seemed like we've talked about this moment quite a bit amongst ourselves, is that Wait, Evie... I'm lying, I'm lying. It wasn't the evangelical no, it was, episode. It was a lot it was um it was the the parody movies. The so two, the second episode. It was the second yeah. episode, yeah. Um, I think Raja just like latched on to like Evie for whatever reason. Because it's, you know, in, in that episode, Evie was just saying, okay, people are saying some shit about Silky. Who said it? Not cool. Like, that's it. Raja somehow took that as, Raja, you're saying, you know, blah, blah, blah about Evie. Went after Evie. Uh, sorry about Silky went after Evie and Evie I think just to like get her off her back made the comment about you know like focus on your mug or whatever and now it's just this thing you know and I don't get it yeah and it's it wasn't really for all that. it's it's not for all that but specifically this moment that happens on at the beginning of this episode is super annoying because we've heard this before mm-hmm. and I think we're 11 seasons in I think that you are smart enough to understand that you can't lip your lip sync your way to the crown. That's not a way to do it. I'm. I mean, unless you're Tracy yes. Mattel on All Stars Three, wow. but she didn't lip sync very much. No, she didn't. Well, she didn't do much of anything. She was entertaining. Yeah, though. she was. She gives good, you know, good mouth. Good. She sound wasn't bites and comedy. She wasn't great on the show, but mm-hmm. she was entertaining enough. Yeah, that it carried her through. The thing is, you can't be in the bottom two. First of all. The the history of the show has proven that you can't be in the bottom two more than twice mm-hmm. in order to win the crown. Yeah. That just does not, that's not mm-hmm. a thing. So Raja needs to understand that lip syncing every single week to get you the crown is not something that works. Yeah, it's like all. I can pass with like a 2.0 or 2.5 all through high school. But is that going to get me into like It'll get the you top a diploma. college? It'll get you a diploma and yeah. maybe, you know, like into the local community college or whatever. But it's not going to get you into like, you know, the all stars of colleges or yeah. like, you know, the top tier of colleges. Right. So it's like Raja saying that it is, is frustrating to hear as a listener, as, as a viewer, because it's like, so, yeah, you're most comfortable performing. We get right. that. She can perform. And she's like, a great performer. No doubt. But... On Drag Race, it's like we've talked about before, as fucked up as it is, doing what drag queens do best, which is lip sync and perform, is a punishment Mm -hmm. on this show. Because you're supposed to use that that one thing that you need to do really well to save yourself. Right. So... But, performing but every we week. get that yeah we're but the 10 thing seasons is that, like 10 seasons later we get it yeah i don't want to lip sync every week i mean i might not want to be safe every week either but like being safe 
is better than lip syncing every week. But like, who, pick one. who wins the lip syncs? It's the girls who give them a show. Exactly. Why can't you take that concept? That's This is exactly what Evie is mm-hmm. saying to her. Take the idea of give them a show and apply it to everything. Yeah. She doesn't know how to do that. No. And the show, what frustrates me even further, here's that word again. Mm-hmm. Um, what fl- frustrates me even further is that the show is rewarding her bad behavior. Yeah. That's what I think. Because I thought... Um, not to, you know, not to fly too far ahead, but in the mini challenge, she wins this mini mini challenge. Why? Why? Well, we'll unlock that. We will. We'll get there. Because, but I'm just like, why did she win the mini challenge? Why wasn't she in the bottom this week? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I have so many questions because what she did in the other areas of the show this week was not great. No. Yeah. So give her the feedback she needs. It's it's like what Nina was saying in Untucked that. She wants to be critiqued for what she's been doing so she knows where she needs to improve. Yeah. Raja needs that. Nina's been doing this for how long? Two decades. Do you know what I mean? Like Nina Nina is like, this is her no, business. No, 10 years, I think she said. So yeah. a year. It's her business, a, a decade. though. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I, it's, it's frustrating. Ah, huh? there it goes again. Mm-hmm. In fact, no, it's frustrating because I'm flustered and frustrated by mm-hmm. it because it's like, Again, Evie's Evie Evie calls her out, right? And is like, you know, what you just said, like, that's not really what you want. Yeah. And it's like then in the confessional, Raja's like, me, 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 she stinks. And it's like, girl, really? Like, you like what? Like you literally have nothing else to say about this girl. Right. Other than saying that she stinks. And I love that like Evie responded to that with like a photo on Instagram of her, like with trash. And she's like, and by the way, I had a stick of deodorant in my pocket every day during filming and Mm -hmm. I bathe every day. And it's like, Oh my God, you're like turning this into high school, Mm -hmm. you know, like middle school. That being said, do you bathe was a great soundbite. It is a good (laughs) soundbite. I really do wish that Raja would just focus inward. Right. And like do her job. So yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happens at the beginning of the episode is that Silky Silky's has a man. has got a man in the workroom. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, a budding her, romance. Her and Nina share a kiss, whether, wherever, whether it was manufactured or it was like, you know, real. I thought it was like funny. Yeah. You know, um, because they were obviously like making fun of, you know, uh, Brooke and Vanjie. Like, it was funny. But yet they got bullshit on social media. Yeah, that's disgusting. Stop that right now. Like, the the, the comments about, like, all that fat, like, squishing again. Like, the number of those, it's just, like, overwhelming. And, like, so unnecessary. You just can't take it. Yeah. You can't take all that loving. Yeah. I hope it's true. I hope a sex tape comes out. Like, make them gag, both of you. You Teach them a lesson. You know Silky probably has a really good setup, too. (laughs) Oh. Wow. Like, you know, she's giving you like mood lighting and camera angles and all that shit. Like, wow. You know, Dr. Silky. Mm. Dr. Silky's a sex therapist. I'm, con- I'm, I'm like um, convinced. Let's not sexualize her too much. Dr. Ganache. There's, there's, a, there's a little something that uh, we didn't discuss. That, what uh, did we? Oh, that. That. Oh, damn it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, let's, let's scrap that idea. Yes. Let's talk about the mini challenge. <laughs> Um, this was disappointing. Okay, so, yeah, so this, just, like, why this? Why this? This is a good challenge. It is a good challenge, but, but what like... What the girls did was disappointing. Exactly. So, 
you have to transform yourself into a living doll to be become best friends with the new RuPaul doll. Yes. That came out. You know, always a chance for a plug. Um, and so the girls, I don't want to talk about all of them. So don't I'm, you even I'm dare. Just, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm not like. <laughs> Calm down. Because you have everyone written down. And this like, was, this we are not talking own, about all this. This is for my own because I need structure. Great. Um, so they had 20 minutes to get into living doll drag yes. and then, you know, had, I don't know. Who did you like? Let's get to that. Who did I like? Um, I thought Nina was great. Um, I thought Silky was great. Evie was amazing because I think like that is like an adult toy that needs to be made. Evie was the winner of the challenge in, yeah. my, in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um... And yeah. a close second would have either been Silky or Nina, because I really liked what mm-hmm. they did with uh, with their characters. Mm-hmm. I also kind of liked Akira's, but I f- there's like a bad taste, like a bad aftertaste for some reason. But it felt really it was real. Like, it, was, it was very real. It was like, um, it was a little too serious. What's I that think? thing you keep bringing up? That concept? The Uncanny Valley? There you go. I don't think it applies to this. But I get, but it's it's like this feeling where it's like, Oh, this is kind I mean, you know what? Kudos to her for giving us Scar realness, because she looked like Scar from The Lion King, the way she did that oh. eye makeup, which I liked. Um, I thought you were talking about the scar on her face. That's what I mean. It looked like the oh, one that Scar has okay. from The Lion King. Um, Couture Scar. I loved her having one hand. I mean, one arm. It was It was just, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Because like, I, yeah. I personally would have gone a much more like... I don't know, Betty in a box, like type of thing. She was trying to take something that is um, that is supposed to be sort of innocent and wholesome and pervert mm-hmm. it. And yeah. she did. She did a great yeah. job with that. I think she went a little too far. Maybe that that's why she was good. Maybe. Yeah. I just really don't understand. Okay, so we've so far we've given you four options for mm-hmm. winners here, and they didn't choose one of them. No. Who wins? Raja. Who? Who's pandering? Let's just okay. go ahead and say it. Starkeisha, Starkeisha Booty LaRaja. I, okay, I liked, what I liked that she did was her, like, facial expressions looked really good. I, I'll say that, like, for a doll. Okay. Um, I liked the little thing, how she came with drank. Like, it's her accessory. Um, Tired. Okay. Go ahead. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, so you're doing, like, you know, hooker RuPaul. That, that's, like, what we're doing. Yeah. And it's like great strategy because like on this show if you channel hooker rupaul from mm-hmm. the like you know late 80s early 90s it it like pulls at her heartstrings because like deep down right. inside rupaul is not this elegant lady that we see now no so but it was boring yeah and and pandering it you know, it's ru animal by coco you know things like that where it's like we already know that it's rupaul show yeah. and she makes you or it's you know it makes sense that you know she's referred to in a lot of different challenges right you know sell her candy bar like you know any other number of ones that they've done but this was a chance for you to like do something else yeah you know i mean if we're to break it down i thought the name was a clunker cash for clunkers yeah um i thought that uh the jokes were not funny even Mm -hmm. though rupaul and trixie were laughing like they were and the overall presentation was not Like, Mm -hmm. she didn't, these were all concepts that we'd seen on the show before, Mm -hmm. and there was nothing new or interesting about this idea. Yeah. It was basically, if Shafri for all, like, (laughs) 
you know, if she cl- like cleaned herself up a little bit, this is what we got from oh God, Raja. I forgot about Shafri for all. Yeah. And like, she wasn't the worst. She definitely was not the worst. Not in at terms all. terms of her presentation. But I don't think that, you know, she deserved to win. Okay. But who was the worst? Tell me. <sighs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Because there were so many disappointing people. Brooke. You thought Brooke was I the thought worst? it was boring. Again, I, I thought it was boring. Okay, we know you're flexible, so you put your he- your leg over your head again. And, like, you didn't have on panties. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, I get that you're, like, a slutty bachelorette, whatever. But, like, when you have, like, a webbed vagina mm-hmm. that happens when you're in drag, it's, like, not wearing panties because, like, maybe this girl doesn't wear panties is weird. Put on beige panties. Yeah. And that way you have a doll crotch yeah. when you do that. But beyond that, I, I didn't think that like her, because like I guess they each wrote a narrative that was like given to Trixie to read while they were. Um, it was Mad Libs. That's what they always yeah. do when this happens. It's so, Mad Libs. But the thing is, I, I, I just didn't, I didn't really care for it. Um, yeah. I, and I didn't I care for Ariel either or Plastique. Um, Plastique wasn't so bad. Uh, I didn't Ariel... like that she didn't give herself a name. Yeah. That bothered me. Eh. I mean, Akira didn't give herself a name either, but, you know. Mm. Um, Ariel, it was just, oh, so you're doing this again. Like, she, the look is, again, it looked great, but, so you swallow. Okay. If we, well, okay, specifically with the whole <laughs> swallowing concept, if we're to fast forward a little bit to when Scarlett just hits that nail right on mm-hmm. Ariel's head, 90s Nickelodeon, that is the exact interpretation, and I'm going to add... 90s Nickelodeon when they do a fashion show yes. specifically with lots of my little pony thrown in well right because like it's a lot but that's implied yes there's nothing sexual not even over not overtly there's nothing sexual about Ariel Versace the way that she presents herself as a drag queen so why would you introduce us to this doll version of you mm-hmm. that swallows. Yeah. And then talk about your neck, your back, your pussy, your crack. Like <laughs> I I I you're you're straying I like that but... you're straying too far from your brand. Yeah. Your brand is very bubblegum and wholesome. Mm-hmm. So let's and, let's pull it back. And the thing with Ariel that because like you could say the same thing about Trixie, right? Trixie is like a doll. That's how she presents herself. But there is always something off. Like there is a perversion there, and and like, but Trixie is purposely trying to be a perverted doll. Exactly. So Ariel, that's trying, already there. Trying to do something like that, it's like, but girl, like this is out of your like. It doesn't it, fit. It was very disjointed, and yeah. again, it's like, but you always look like a doll. Yeah. So like maybe, I don't know. It just didn't la- like the idea didn't land. But I I don't think she was awful necessarily. It just didn't. It was just like boring. Yeah. To me, the most disappointing of all was Vanjie. Vanjie has the biggest personality yeah. outside of all of the challenges and stuff. And then she shows up to this challenge where you're supposed to turn yourself into a doll. And she's just boring. Mm-hmm. Like, it was funny that she stopped moving at one point and was like, did you get the shot? Like, that was a little funny. It was a little funny. But it was less than, um, it was less entertaining than what we've come to expect from her. Mm-hmm. And that really frustrated me. Yeah. Because I love Vanjie. I do too. So much. She wasn't wearing red this time though. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's the thing, but... Something you know. tells me that she maybe got the memo while they were filming. Oh. And uh, What's the problem with red? Like, <sighs> There's nothing wrong with it. It's just they want to see 
they they want to see different sides of these girls. It makes I get it. It makes sense. Um, anyway, let's move on. Raja wins. She wins a thousand dollars for an ice, ice cream. cream shop. Cute, great. I mean, whatever. I hope you love it. Um, and <laughs> then we're told that the maxi challenge slash runway this week is going to be the monster ball, where they Ooh. have to right, um, where they have to showcase three Halloween inspired looks. I was very excited for this when it was announced because every year there's well every year, but in recent years they're like there's a Halloween themed runway, like you know, kind of pulling out this kind of creepier side yeah you know um this has been rumored on reddit for seasons and they finally did it um i'm gonna say i was scared when i whenever it's been rumored i'm like that sounds like a dumb idea and them doing it this season i thought i was like oh this is a really Mm -hmm. good opportunity for these like rupaul said in the stupid jokes while she was announcing it (laughs) Oh, amateur night. Like, that was funny. like we haven't heard that one before. Um, it's their opportunity to show trick or treaters around the world mm-hmm. how it's done. Yeah. And it's like show them how they do. Exactly. Some did. Some did. Some did not. Um, so Many did not. <laughs> the three looks that they had to present were Trampy Trick or Treater. So basically, you know, like go and pick up, you know, Slutty Nurse costume from Ricky's. Um, which please, mm-hmm. and then monstrous. I'd like to freak eleganza. I hate that cat. That last category. I like just, I, I hate the idea of it. When period. RuPaul announced that, I was like, "Oh, this is not going anywhere good." Yeah, it's like not this work is. Out. I found this to be a category that sounded like it would be nearly impossible to execute in a way that made any sense. So I feel like it's not impossible to execute. I think that the concept is far too similar to the first category. Yes. Because there were a lot of looks that came out for the first category that could fit in the third category mm-hmm. very easily. Exactly. So um, so I, I mean, I don't know, but we'll get into it. Yeah. You know, um, let's, um, let's talk let's, about the workroom. Yes. Let's talk about what happens in the workroom yeah. and then we'll take a break. Yeah. Um, so we meet the first triumvirate. Since mm. uh, Rolaska talks, mm-hmm. I think, which are Silky uh, names them the Dream Girls, and it's comprised of Silky, Akiria, and Vanji. I don't know if Akiria and Vanji know that they're part of the Dream Girls. Yeah, I don't know what Doctor Ganache was talking about. Yeah, but I want I want to say Silky, we all got pain. <laughs> so who's who? Cool it, Effie. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was actually just, I wrote that down because I was wondering who's who. I mean, I think, okay, I'm going to go ahead and guess. Uh, Silky is Effie, Akiria is Dina, and Vanjie is the one whose name I always forget. Was Dina Beyonce? Yes, Dina oh, was okay. Beyonce. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't agree with Vanjie being Anika Noni Rose. No. <laughs> I can't remember. Her, why can't I remember her name? Um, but... Um, because like any other practicing homosexual, I love dream girls. Uh, but <laughs> practicing homosexual. It's kind of I think that dream girls is the easiest way to figure out if somebody's gay. If they know it, they're gay. If they don't, they need to be introduced to it. And then if they yeah. and then if they love it, gay. Um, but anyway, that was that's just like a running joke that has always been around in my life, mm-hmm. like since I was a child. So um Let's see. Uh, Scarlet 
gets a good one in when she's feeling her pussy all around the workroom. Mm. I, I have to say, like, I didn't know what Scarlett was going to do on Drag Race. I'll just be very honest because it just seemed like it was not based on what we, you know, we know her, we know her drag, we've seen her perform. It's it just this didn't seem like something she'd even be into personally. So to see her come and like kind of, you know, she's she's holding on, she's doing well. I think she's performing very well. I would agree with that. So to see her walk around the workroom in some nonsense that she's made mm-hmm. out of you know, six panels um with like a Zente suit on her head. Yeah. Reading Raja? Yeah. Was amazing. Well, Raja deserved it. She did. She did. Because what was it she was talking about? Oh, so Scarlet was really happy that, you know, like RuPaul gave her a compliment. Yeah. You casted this challenge really well. So cast. You cast. The, the word challenge. is cast. You cast the, it. The past tense of cast is mm. cast. 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 Public school. <laughs> um, which I went to. Um, the past tense of put is put. Someone needs that. I hope you're listening. Wow. Um, um, go ahead. You, you threw me off track. So she's walking around the yes. workroom and she said, someone mentions the panels. There's, mm-hmm. there's so many panels. I yes. have to sew them together. Raja mentions yes. the panels. And I think she says, and the panel loves me. Yeah. And, and then she says, I'm talking about the judges and the judges who I'm having a Liza Minnelli moment. I haven't had a single thing to drink. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then uh, Raja says that was one time. And Scarlett responds with yet another golden soundbite of that's more than they've loved some of us. And just and then just saunters away. It was the best. uh, She's such a southern like cunty woman sometimes. Sometimes. Like I like that. Um, Hooray for you. Um, And then (laughs) they start, you know, the inevitable conversation where it's Halloween. Who's a Halloween queen? Who's a pride queen? Whatever. Yeah. And the highlight of this was Evie saying how her first time in drag was on Halloween. Yes. Where her mother dressed up like a pimp and Evie was the dead hooker. This is mom goals. Like, what? Like, work. Yes. Like, Like, family goals we haven't seen since Jinx Monsoon. Amazing. The concept. Yeah. The concept. And, and, you know, like, Evie was the dead hooker. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know what age. I want photos. Um... Amazing. Yeah. And then the last moment that we wanted to single out were um, <laughs> Silky and Brooke walking in the two-ply ball, sponsored by Charmin and Angel Soft. That was just... This was such a fun, cute little moment that I am so happy that Silky, if Silky is producing herself or if the uh, producers are telling her to do these things, I'm happy they did it mm-hmm. because it's coming out beautifully. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was great. Um yeah, I loved it. It was so like, that is like the shit that happens in real life when drag queens are kiki, let alone in full drag. You can just be in an apartment yeah. and shit like that will happen. And it's lighthearted. Yeah. Like this has been missing mm-hmm. for a while. Um, also, didn't Brooke look like she was completely ready and nobody else was like dressed? Well, I think, and I, I don't really understand how it works when they have to do three looks for the runway. But my understanding is that you start with like, you know, a base tease. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you do like the least makeup first mm-hmm. and then you have to go back and add on. Yeah. And you probably have like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. You go back, you add on and then you come back again and you add on again and mm-hmm. you probably have about an hour. Yeah. So I think that Brooke 
probably only had to do like maybe her eyes and her lips because her face was covered with with bandages. With bandages. Yeah. Um, so she probably was done first because she probably had the least yeah. to do out of everybody. I know? just thought that that was kind of amazing. Yeah. Like she's on point in the workroom, like, you know, bringing Charmin to the runway. Yeah. Like it was great. Yeah. She Great wasn't moment. on point yet. She was wearing slippers, but she was wearing oh, those, good... the, those little like gold sliders. I thought they... they were the drag con slippers. I mean, they might be, but they had like gold on top. Like it was just really cute. I just, I really enjoy that all the girls are wearing those drag con mm-hmm. slippers because we, we got to know them well. Yeah. <laughs> quite well. Um, so Time let's... for a break. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll come back and talk about the runway. Yes. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, talk about the runway. We're going to praise RuPaul because this look is going to be, re- is really good this week. It is really it's good. Really good. It is really good. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. We're back, and it's time to talk about the runway. Let's start it off with RuPaul. Yeah. In this amazing look. I I don't even know how to describe it. Do you I, do you have a description for it? I mean, it's um like neon. I don't know, like jewel tone and neon. I I like that it's like like a skirt over a over a skirt. I mean, the sequins are great; they get great texture. But just something looks really different about RuPaul this week. Um, like she took some sort of like anti aging pill and mm. became a baby again. Like really, this hair is also fucking amazing it is and it's not like terribly comp it's not like a you know like a really complicated quaff either Mm -hmm. it's just like almost like dolly parton hair yeah and i like that on her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um the makeup was great i you know what i think too brightens it up she's wearing earrings and she doesn't i don't think she often wears like big earrings she does or like that that color because they were so they're like a bright blue so I think that also like did something. I think Rue in pastels is really fun. It like yeah. it brightens her up and it sort of makes us forget that she's a monster. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Do you remember when she wore I forget what the dress looked like, but I just love that like the fabric from the dress was like woven into her hair. Do you remember that look? That was the week they had to censor her hairline. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. But that was <laughs> that was a pastel week and she looked really good. Like it was just, you know, like Easter. It was Easter. Um but I mean she was like in jewel tones and neon from the neck down and pastel from the neck up and I I like that contrast. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was a um, good one. Yeah. Work. And also I'm so happy that they were able to put a hyper queen on the judging panel this week in the form of Oh yes, Elvira. Elvira. <gasps> Who again, like I, I don't know how she does it. Yeah, how does she not age? Because like, she, what Cassandra, is she doing Cassandra Peterson has aged. Like, okay. Cassandra has aged. Like, she looks her age. Yeah. It really looks like she obviously hasn't had anything done. You know, she's not like a sack of wrinkles. That's not, you know, what I'm trying to say. But it's just Elvira and Cassandra. Like, it, 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 RuPaul, for example. You know that's RuPaul Charles. Like, yeah. it's RuPaul, Char- RuPaul Charles with makeup on. Like, it, they, they don't look that dissimilar from one another, I guess. Yeah. But with Elvira, like, you wouldn't, I don't know. 
no, they wouldn't recognize her out of drag. No, like you would know that's Cassandra Peterson, and you would know it's Elvira, but you don't see Elvira when you look at Cassandra Peterson. She at also, least to me. she also makes her so her her skin is naturally very light, and her hair is red mm-hmm. out of drag. So, um, I think that uh, having um, you know character and visual is like much lighter out of drag mm-hmm. than when she's in drag. Yeah. It creates a like a real stark contrast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't need to figure out how it works. I just, I'm happy it, it just does. Works. It just does. Yeah. She's yeah. great. I love Elvira. Yeah. Forever and always. Let's talk about the runway. Yeah. So the way we're going to do it this week, because there are 33 looks mm-hmm. this week, is we're actually going to play the runway and comment as it happens and then move on yeah so here we go what's the first category uh the first category is trampy trick or treater and first up is miss akiria chanel davenport are they doing the c still akiria c davenport i don't know why um i like this i think it's really cute you know she's giving us um you know like a like a sexy roulette or like um Dealer, right? Dealer, is that what they call them? Uh, uh, yes. Like a casino person. Um, she looks gorgeous. Yes, she looks gorgeous. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to explain what we think is a um, the, the way that these looks should, like what should have happened with, mm-hmm. this first, uh, with this first category is that you should take sort of a simple concept for a Halloween costume mm-hmm. and just really drag it up. Yeah, make it sexy. I, I think that's what it is. It's like I said earlier, you know, sexy nurse. A, and a couple of girls did it really yeah. well. I think Akira took a really simple concept and she, I I feel like she elevated it a little bit. She, I, she elevated it higher than I think this challenge deserved. Right. Because that was amazing. Yeah. Like, that's really cute. Um. She just looked right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, next, we have Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Why did I say her whole name? Uh, Vanjie, who's a, a a Victoria's Secret model. Angel? Yeah. I hate these wings. They're not feathers. It's not even that they're not feathers. At least they don't look like feathers. They're just not. Um, they look sad. Gravity is just like not, not, their friend. not a fan of this look. No. Because it's pulling down. I think it met the challenge. Sure. But... That's what a Victoria's Secret angel looks like. Yeah. So anyway. But also, I think that it's the same It's the same silhouette in the middle. Like, the stuff that looked good was the same mm-hmm. as what looked good last week. Exactly. Uh, next up, we have Plastique, who walks down the runway as a Playboy bunny. And I thought this was great. Another great example of it's what you're a, supposed to do with this challenge. It, it is a, it, it's a classic Halloween costume. It doesn't need a lot done to it. Um, she looked good. The hair was good. I just wish that she'd had something filling out mm-hmm. her top because that was the thing. It's just like I I get that you can like you know like I you don't have to have like titties in drag, but like if you're gonna do that and have cups, like there's something. It just needs something to be filled. I shouldn't be able to see your nipples. Yeah, it, yeah, it ruins the illusion. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but it was great. Yeah. You know, uh, Scarlet Envy comes down the runway as a trampy. Uh, pirate sexy pirate sexy pirate i think this is the best it really just like you see sexy pirate at ricky's you know mm-hmm. um and she dragged it up yeah it, and it didn't it wasn't like ex, like expensive or it just looked like a trampy halloween costume yeah like that was great yeah 
Uh, then we have Nina, who comes down the runway dressed like Audrey 2 uh, from Little Shop of Horrors. It's a cute costume. It doesn't fit the category no. at all. No, this is, and I think sh- this is a pre-existing costume because she said it's one of my favorite looks. Oh yeah, this so, is. There's no way she made this in the no, workroom. I don't think a lot she of didn't these have girls time. made this in the workroom. I don't think a lot of girls made much of anything no. in the workroom. No, because like, like I didn't see Vanjie making anything. I think she made her last look. Mm. I think she definitely made her last look, and maybe even those wings. Who even knows? Maybe. Um, it but, was a cute costume, but it did not meet the challenge. No, not at all. But I want to see her do a show with it. Yeah. 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 Who's next? next. We have Raja, who I guess was Catwoman. Um, I don't like this at all. It's not sexy. I wouldn't say that it's not sexy, but we can't see your face, mm-hmm. which to me is like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't sexy. And the tail was far too limp. Yeah. There, uh, there were also holes in her... Um, in her fishnets yeah big ones more than there, not not the more ones than, that should have been there more than there need to be and the yeah the you could see where the tail was like attached almost mm-hmm. like an afterthought yeah it just did not like you were you took a, a good concept being a cat because lots of people want to dress sexy for mm-hmm. halloween they dress up like a cat yeah um but you did too much to it yeah like why couldn't we much, see your face? Too much stuff. But I, I don't know. It just was not. Or do um, do like one of those masquerade masks where it just covers your eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next up we have Sugar, who I thought was really adorable, but I was confused. What did you find adorable about this? Exactly? I Okay. So at first when she came down the runway, I thought, oh no, she's wearing a blue bodysuit. Like we're doing this like cultural appropriation, like Indian. I, I, I think the... You thought she was going to be Shiva. I think it was, yeah, I think she was going to be, I thought she was going to be Shiva, but then she's like, I'm a sexy treasure troll. I thought that was ridiculous and cute. Okay. Fair that that could have been a cute idea, but it's not executed well at all. The blue stops at her neck, Mm -hmm. which is all kinds of wrong. She could have very, if she wanted to keep this bodysuit, she could have very easily done Smurfette. Mm -hmm. That would have been very successful. (gasps) Wait a minute. Oh my God. So during during the workroom, her face was all purple at one point. Yeah. I thought she was going to do Ursula, and I bet you she wiped the face off and put on a new face for the first, because she was like, how am I going to change this down the line? I bet that's what happened. Because you know how you were saying you start out with more simple and then build on for these challenges? Yeah. That's probably what happened. Maybe. But anyway. Um, but the hair doesn't say troll. Like, trolls have very, very... Um, not simple, but very recognizable hairdos. Yeah, it just sticks straight up. This outfit is also, it doesn't scream troll doll to me. I think what she should have done if she really wanted to do troll, like sexy troll, she should have um, probably like padded herself a little mm-hmm. bit more in the midsection so that the jewel was more pronounced, yeah. but still done a two-piece bathing suit of some kind. Yeah. And then actually did the troll hair. The troll hair would have been, like with the, ba- it's cute. And there are troll dolls because she ends this whole thing wearing that that bodysuit, you know, mm-hmm. the bodysuit yeah, yeah, yeah. from season seven. Yeah. Um, she could have done sexy troll doll in that bodysuit. Yeah. And just because troll dolls are like through. beige. Yeah. So, I mean, I still like the concept. So that's I, like it's like Michelle was like, well, if that's a come in an explanation, it's like, OK, fine. Like maybe this needed a little too much explanation 
But the quality of, of, of the hair, the makeup, the, the components of the outfit, they were very good quality. And I feel like she was going for something. She was like definitely, she put effort into it. definitely going for something. I don't know what it was because this hair does not. I'm trying to understand what the point is of this hair. No. It's it giving you Ariel Versace natural doll. Right. That's the, oh, that was what was very confusing. Right. But anyway, I, I mean, you know, points for actually like doing something. Sure. I think. Um, next on the runway is Brooke in her uh, Bring It to the Runway Charmin look. <laughs> um, sexy Mummy <laughs> on point. Yes. Literally. Um, I thought this was a winner. Yeah. This was a good one. Yeah. This she was looked- a- another smart like smart concept mm-hmm. and the bandages were like glittery yeah um yeah I-, I liked it i thought it was great yeah uh next up we have ariel versace and what i think is supposed to be like her interpretation of like a naughty nurse yeah who has as, a gown as much as i liked this look i think she could have gone a lot simpler yeah and this would have been a really good option for the third and and this is where the problem comes in this would have been a really great option for the third for look. the third look uh-huh she could have still done naughty nurse mm-hmm. by wearing a um like a um oh my god why am i forgetting a bikini a vinyl bikini yeah with a little thing, with a little, little hat. paper hat yeah she could have still put the hypodermic needles on it's just yeah. this there was nothing like trampy or sexy about this mainly because the dress was like quite baggy and saggy at the bottom yeah and it just looked weird yeah but but i like the look but i like the look not for this but i like the look yeah next (laughs) the runway we have evie who um put fucking dinosaur hands on her on her heels yeah like she's a t-rex can't pick up the little head it's simple yeah it's simple, but it is probably like one of the best ones on the runway because she made it cute and funny. She showed that she has a sense of humor. She showed that she is full of uh, nerve mm-hmm. because putting, I'm sorry, but putting claws on your heels, that takes nerve. Mm-hmm. And the proof of that is the fact that we've never seen it nope. before. And she found a way to make it sexy even though she's dressed yeah. like a fucking dinosaur and, and she like i don't not limp but she like did the you know like the dinosaur walk all yeah. the way through um yeah and apparently she got all that stuff on like amazon yeah and just like cut it up yeah that's not too surprising oh. i just um i i like that she doesn't take herself too seriously and that she understands mm-hmm. that drag is supposed to be funny yeah and she just won the whole season for me with that one look. It was great. So. I mean, and and I think that she was kind of dead set with this challenge in particular, you know, having said like, you know, I'm a monster, like, you know, I'm supposed to be the creepy, the monster person, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she was going to do something different. And this yeah. definitely was a level of levity <laughs> that I don't think we've seen visually from her, even though we know it's there. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um. Last up Um. for the, trampy trick-or-treater is silky as a unicorn yeah i guess she's supposed to be a sexy unicorn although i don't really understand how being in a really tight bodysuit that doesn't show any of your skin is sexy there's nothing trampy well, there's about also this. not a silhouette i don't right. know i thought it was like not it a nice bodysuit yes but I don't, I don't know if it was a nice bodysuit. It needed more beads. Well, it, it had needed like more fringe. I, I liked. I liked it for like 
for something regular, it's good enough. It was a C minus yeah. for me. Yeah. But um, I didn't, again, like you had to explain a hell of a lot as to what was going on because I could barely see the horn. Right. You know? The horn was limp. The horn was limp, girl. <laughs> All right. Second category. What's the category? Which, please? Cute. This is the one I was most excited for. Yeah. This should have been the easiest mm-hmm. of the categories. And yep. so many girls flubbed it. Speaking of which. Akiria. Okay, so we get it. Maleficent. That's like the the reference. But the horn, like, it's a cute silhouette at first. But then you realize that, like, there's not enough fabric here. I don't think that it no, wasn't that there like, wasn't enough fabric. Well, yes, the, the, the cape. The cape was high water. Yes. The horns i thought it was like kind of innovative that she used what looked like um like the black version of like um Pipe christmas cleaners? christmas um oh gar- like a garland yeah christmas garland like okay. that was really cute but it looked um for this this is not when you want to look cheap for this yeah. category and this just looked like it looked like a homemade halloween costume oh yeah homemade but all the way but she's given us so much better yeah you know and and she can make things i don't know didn't like it she definitely disappointed me with the the second and third looks yeah overall um i just i think that she needs to step away from uh any sparkly fabric yeah it needs to end there's too much of it i guess vangie was going to a function the grammys the i mean she looks great but this is not a witch nope i don't know who this is i want that hair the dress is very pretty. This is perfect for an actress who is nominated for playing a witch going to the Oscars, the Golden yes. Globes, whatever. That's fine. But it's for very, this... Very dark and sexy. Yeah. But the, I don't know who this witch is. Yeah. She looks yeah. great. She looks great. I love the hair. I love the fascinator. I love the outfit and the presentation of it mm-hmm. like flipping down yeah. before she hits the runway. I thought that was great. Why none of this, none of these girls did the evil queen from snow white or did or or how about this you come out as the hag from snow white and reveal into the queen that's a lot i don't know if they were told you know like you're gonna have these three categories or whatever Mm. but obviously they they each brought a halloween a sexy halloween look this would have been alexis's challenge right right because she has the outfit so anyway miss not specifically about vanjie but that would have been fun to see yeah um plastique got it right I think in terms of, you know, giving you like Maleficent vibes. Um, she looks great. This could have also been Trampy Trick or Treater, but I think this was elevated quite high. Yeah. Um, I thought that this look was way too similar to her last look. But other than yes. that, I thought it was cute. I thought it fit the challenge. Oh, we have Scarlet, who's a Fire Island Swamp Witch. I don't get it. I liked it. I, the nose, the fact that like she had this bird's nest with a lantern, you know, like the pointy witch hats. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. It was really cute. It was out of the box, but it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to do a sea witch, there's an obvious one. Her name's Ursula. Go right ahead. Well, but she was giving you Fire Island sea witch. I didn't get the Fire Island reference. I liked it. Okay. Anyway. Cute. I mean, the one who won the challenge, at least in this um, category for me, was Nina West. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel conflicted about it because the flames on the dress are a little, like regional theater but that's what i like about it but i like the concept and i love seeing her head on and like you know sort of doing that whole thing where she's like i am a witch mm-hmm. that you thought and i was hands, a nun and like and her a hands are a nun 
Yeah, a nun. No, she's in a wimple. No, she's not in a wimple. Yes, she is. Is she really? Oh, she yes. is. Come on. Oh, look at that. She is. Like, I I thought you know, she was a pilgrim. Oh, okay, she's a maybe. Pilgrim. This is not. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not a wimple. That's a bonnet. Maybe she's a nun who's also a, pril- no, a pilgrim. No, no, this is pilgrim <laughs> dress. I I this I got is, um. I got none. Is it Hester we, Hester Prim? Is that no Hester Prim? Hester Prim from from the Crucible. That's yeah. what this is. I like that it looks regional theater. Well, mainly the execution's really well. You can see here, you know, that that these flames are applied really well too. It was camp. Absolutely. It was great. I loved the sense of humor that came across with this look. Mm-hmm. Um also can you tell I'm Catholic because I thought she was a nun anyway. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah. She just and then Nina. 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 Her, her name is Nina. Raja. Oh my god. It's on the screen. We're still talking, thinking about Nina. That's how good she was. Do, Raja? We, do we have to pause this? No, we don't have to pause. No, Raja. Okay, if this were a Wizard of Oz, if you were on season eight and this was a Wizard of Oz challenge, girl, this is great. You win. But I don't understand why you're giving me purple hair because that's the Joker's color, mm-hmm. and that's not a witch, right? So you're not good with this pause button. I'm not good with. This. You're not we, good with this, this pause button. This is a new button. system. It's not a new system. It's a space bar. Yeah, I'm Press not used to doing bar. this while we're podcasting. Um, <laughs> I mean, the outfit that Raja had was really well made and very nice. She looked amazing in it. But why but not? it didn't fit the challenge. If you're going to reference the Wizard of Oz and it's witch, please, you're not going to come down the runway like the Wicked Witch of the West? You come down dressed like the wizard. What? This is not wizard, please. No. Witch, please. So this makes me think that they, that they knew because... That they knew what? That like they knew each category. Oh, yeah. Because... She like that obviously had to have been made, and it's a very specific reference. Yeah, I don't know. I think she had a. I mean, if we're being specific, I don't even think that that was the wizard. I feel like that was like Citizen of Oz. Well, you know? yeah. Also, where did she get the purple hair? Like that was weird. She had it. No, I'm saying like the that purple hair. It, it looked good on her. It did, I didn't it think it did there look was good, but it was it. like a weird because she mentioned it specifically in her narrative. That I'm like, but. Anyway, I no. I think she was just excited to wear purple hair, but um, I just I think that like she probably had a Wizard of Oz look, and that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Great, but not for which, please. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Sugar Cane. The win, my winner. Your of winner. This challenge. As Bloody Mary. I mean, she came out with like a mirror thing. Um, again presentation excellent outfit excellent makeup excellent characterization even these amazing. shoes that are far too clean for this look excellent mm-hmm. like i love all of it yeah she scared the shit out of me this is the stuff that nightmares are made yeah. of <laughs> and we have brooke who's kind of like a i guess she's the enchantress oh from yeah suicide squad yeah um i yeah it's a witch it looked really good really well made but i'm bored yeah i'm bored by this you know it's I, really it's a really cool look and i'm happy that she was able to like she had this right mm-hmm. and she had this in her closet and she probably saw like a witch prompt mm-hmm. and was like okay i'm gonna bring my enchantress look yeah. and then had the even greater opportunity of being able to show it in to front of, the enchantress yeah. herself cara delavin exactly. i mean it was great but and I, because I hate when they say this to girls, and I can't believe I'm saying it. It's like it's just too clean, like it's too good. Like the mummy was perfect. This is, per- but there's no, um, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, sort a, it of. was a bit. It was 
as high quality as it was and as mm-hmm. well presented as it was, it wasn't exciting. Yeah. It wasn't like, <gasps> like Sugar came out before her and a lot of, you know, what Sugar, I think the most complicated thing that she had to have made or make is that like latex stuff that was the blood. Yeah. But a lot of that is low tech. Yeah. And like it just had such an impact. Yeah. You know? Um, Another thing that sort of bothered me was that she came out dressed as the Enchantress. And again, we have you in flats. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it's like, well, you cheated twice. And you thought we were going to forget, but we didn't. I don't think she cheated in the first one because being on point, it's like being in the ultimate heel. Sure. Because you're basically walking on your toes. And but she you're could... still not wearing heels, is my point. Okay, fine. And it was okay. I can forgive it for the mummy look because it made sense. She was on point the mm-hmm. whole time. Fine, whatever. Also, you don't need to be killing yourself to be on Drag mm-hmm. Race. I don't want to like put that but out that there was either. Fun. What do you mean? Her being on like... Sure. Like, if you can Her... do it, I do it at least once. She is the right person to do it mm-hmm. because she knows how to do it properly yeah. and not injure herself. Exactly. Which is great. Yeah. But to do it two times in a row, mm, not my favorite. I guess. I mean, the Enchantress is a barefoot character, so that, you know. Okay. And she put makeup on her feet. Okay. So, but I get what you're saying. That's fine. But again, it was it was just boring. Yeah. So, we're anyway. not going for, you know, may may God rest God rest her soul, Dorian Gray, but um we're not going for exact interpretation. Mm-hmm. Uh the next witch is Ariel. Yeah. Who I like no i'm bored like if you wanted to give us you know the witch from into the woods give us like the whole fantasy including the dress this dress looked bad yeah bored you know i like the hair i like the glasses i love the glasses. the glasses because i'm like okay cool but then we saw the rest of the of the outfit and i was like you know it's like that you're giving us 1800 saloon lady yeah not a witch <laughs> but ariel thought that was avant-garde mm-hmm um Another standout. Oh, she's probably the winner of this for me, actually. I think about it. It's Evie. Yeah. Who, yeah, she gave us fashion. They told her she needed to do more, and I don't understand why that, why they needed to say that. Yeah. She gave you creepy witch. Mm-hmm. The hair was great. The, like, hat over one eye. Like, it just made it really high fashion and i think glamorous yeah and this like editorial makeup she did where she like painted on the reflections you know like the um like where light would hit on her lips Mm -hmm. it was just great like she she looked like a really like um giddy to be bad witch yes and i like that yeah it was just really entertaining it was creepy it was creepy that was the point of this whole challenge was to be creepy Silky has the walk of Eveline down, okay? She does walk like this, but in the face, she's full-on Oprah. It really is. Why? Because Eveline, it has prosthetics on. If you mm-hmm. watch The Wiz, she's wearing prosthetics. Yeah. I... See, and this is, again, frustrated because I like the concept. Mm-hmm. I like that she decided to go for... Eveline, where everyone else was like, if they were maybe going to touch a witch from like the Wizard of Oz universe, it was going to be from the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. not from the Wiz. Yeah. And so I like that she's choosing these concepts that probably other girls wouldn't well, touch. Yeah, and she's exposing people who may not know what the Wiz is to the Wiz. Right. So that's important. But she stopped like Silky kind of just stops at a certain point with things. Yeah. And I think it's a makeup thing because like, you know, she's used to like. It's just one face. Yeah. 
and that's not an excuse. So no. don't say it on the runway. No. And she did. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to do the final category. So get ready for it. We'll be right back. Today's show is brought to you by Liberty Tax Online. Get our special offer of 20% off at getlibertytaxonline.com slash kiki for amazingly fast online filing from any device and the most maxed out refund with 100% accuracy guaranteed. Liberty Tax Online makes it easy to get started. You can import your information from a competitor for free, along with free W-2 import and free 360-degree support with chat, email, social, and in-person. If you get stuck online, just go to a Liberty Tax office near you, and they'll seamlessly transition your tax refund to their office and finish it for you. But even with all this extra stuff, Liberty Tax still has some of the lowest prices around. Plus, don't forget about our special 20% off deal at getlibertytaxonline.com slash kiki, where you'll get the refund you want and the experience you deserve. We're back and it's time for this final category. What's the, uh, oh, monsters I'd like to free us. And we have Akiria first. I like this a lot. I think it's well made. She's um, supposed to be a black widow. Um, The spider lights up, which is cute. But here's my problem. Black widow spiders have a red hourglass on their bodies. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of like the symbol. Mm -hmm. So like, where is it? Yeah. That's literally the only thing. And it's a picky thing. But I think it just would have taken this to like a more special level. Yeah. Because like that's a nice gown with a spider strapped on her back. Yeah. It's not... You know, I also didn't really love the hair. The hair looked like r- really well worn, mm. which is it's mm-hmm. great that if you can have it keep that shape for I know, several it. wears. I mean, I, I just I thought it looked a little messy mm-hmm. when we got close yeah. up to her. But I agree with you that that red like that would have been kind of amazing it also would have made the outfit more interesting because she is again this we have another look where she's drowning in black Mm -hmm. and that just that little pop of color it would have made it yeah it would have sent it like where it needed to go exactly yeah (sighs) vanjie's best look yeah vanjie 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 three times and she shows up Mm -hmm. um she's giving me beetlejuice yeah like Lady Beetlejuice, and I, I love it. I love Angie in a garter. Mm-hmm. Like those stocking. I mean, she doesn't do it all the time, obviously, but when she does do it, it's so right. Um, she does do it all the time. Well, I mean, that's how but she I likes love her it. stockings. Um, I love that she's like under the ground with that like tombstone. Yeah, it was amazing. Then we have Plastique as a uh, Lady Reaper. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, it's not bad. She's a monster. Yeah, there's not much to write home about, although no. there's a hem issue. There is a hem issue, but she obviously knows how to make stuff. I just think, you yeah. know, it, it can be it can be dicey at the bottom mm-hmm. sometimes with, you know, anybody really. But I thought it was the the interpretation of this was kind of perfect. Hem your garments. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. This was my favorite one. Yeah. Scarlet, Scarlet. as the sexy creature from, from the, the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon can't see her face it looks homemade and i love that i I mean it's terrifying like she made such silly faces but this is a sexy like this is a monster i'm sure somebody would like to freak somebody's into this yeah i think that she needed to pull her waist i mean to make it sexier she needed to pull her waist in a little bit more Mm -hmm. and have a bigger bust 
Maybe. But other than that, I love the concept and I love that she didn't lean all the way into being sexy. No, she was like, she wanted know, to be scary. She's too. still a monster. Right. But a monster wants to freak. Mm-hmm. And that monster wanted to freak. It sh- sure I did. Just, I loved it. She's waiting for you in a gloom. Speaking of wanting to freak. Oh my God. Nina West in this mask. Terrifying. Like I felt so much better when she took it off. (laughs) Like the, the like bloody mouth underneath is less scary Mm -hmm. than the mask. Um, This was great. I sort of wonder why there was no mention of Leatherface. Cause that's what Mm -hmm. I got from this. Yeah. And I forget what she said. Well, she was going for like a corpse bride. Ah, there you You go. You know, it was great. Yeah. Again, it's not it's not like high tech, but it's perfect. Yeah. This is confusing. I what, what is this? I looked up the Bone Collector. I couldn't find it. Like other than the movie. Um I don't know cuz like she was wearing furry pants, so I didn't know she was trying to be a satyr. Do Bone Collectors have horns? I I looked it up. I don't know. I don't get it. I, maybe it's a demon or there's another name for it. It just to me like I don't know. The furry pants kind of killed it. Yeah. I don't know. I no no me gusta. You know what's interesting is that I like the furry pants, but I don't really I just don't get this look. Like it was very confusing. Mm-mm. I I just I don't know. I mean the hair was great, the makeup like it would it, it it just was confusing. Yeah, it mm, it just didn't it didn't work for her. It didn't mm. accomplish the goal that she set out for. Well, and similarly, Sugar who was I guess was like a wanting to be like a female demon, like sure. wife of Satan or a witch. I mean, witch doctor is problematic, but I. She said wife of Satan. Wife of Satan. But then what they were saying on the runway, on the judges were like, she's trying to be like a witch doctor. I didn't, I didn't get it, but I thought the hair was really great with those horns. I hated the hairline. It was way too well, low. I don't know. I think, um, she was trying to push herself, but she went and she pushed in too many directions. I oh think. yeah, there was there was a lot happening here, mm-hmm. and she needed to listen Edit. to one idea and yeah. not the others. Mm-hmm. Then we have Brooke, who is, um, I guess, doing uh, Sarah Winchester. Sarah Winchester. <laughs> so a little. Um, oh my God, what's her name? I can't remember. She's now. supposed to be like a Black Widow. Yeah. So I kind of got it, but that's not a monster. That's no. like a scary woman. Yeah. You know, like like a whatever, but. Again, it was executed beautifully, but it wasn't... It wasn't monstrous. No. I mean, and speaking of not monstrous, Ariel thinks that she distressed this dress, but I think that this look was just in distress. Mm. <laughs> ah, it didn't know what it wanted to be. Um, she wanted so badly to be part of your world. I know. That's what this is. She did like lollipop lips to, I guess... I don't know. Mermaids don't drown. Yeah. I don't know. Again... I don't know. No me gusta. Yeah. Um, I think this is a missed opportunity for a Miss Argentina look from Beetlejuice. Ooh, that would have been great. Why did nobody do that? Like, she's sexy. Yeah. You'd want a freaker. Yeah. And if they could figure out to make it look how they were, like, separated at the waist, that'd be even better. Yeah, I agree. Um, But I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Then we have Eving, who was... It pains me to say this. tried. But this look falls short for me. Yeah. This is not what I think of when I think of a voodoo doll and I think she was trying to push herself to do something that she thought was high fashion with these like culottes. Yeah. But it's not, this isn't good. Even not for this. No. What I love was when Ross was like, I'd love to take you to a fundraiser. What does that mean? Like she looks like one of those ladies who goes to fundraisers, like, you know, and like a, like a, like a, um, 
a pantsuit with lace and a, like a an up to I guess you know but let's continue we have silking who made herself a latex dress yeah and like put I mean I thought the horns were great and the hair was nice I thought the horns were crooked the hair is nice and the silhouette of the dress is really great yeah. like as as thin as it gets by her knees, like mm-hmm. this shit must have been hard to walk in. Yeah, but it needed it, again. So somebody raided the prop table. That's what yeah. this looks like to me. Silky needs more shape. Like the the proportions were weird. It to me this looked like she was still fitting. Like she was out of drag, fitting herself. Yeah, for oh, this totally. dress. Like when we you know fit our dresses, like mm. just to like get an idea right of for length. But like. There's, you know, I'm not one to come for anybody's body, but like, give me more proportions, because like you look flat, like flat chested. I guess. I don't know. I just, just something. I I didn't get it. it. Like the judges said to her, nothing about this says monster, mm-hmm. um, except for the fact that you put horns on your head and you're carrying a skull. Yeah. But even that doesn't really. It doesn't. Uh, doesn't communicate the purpose of this monster. Yeah. There you go. Also, and you're working with something as like sexy as like red vinyl. Or latex, whatever. I don't know. That red fur was weird. Killed it. Yeah, it did. This dress didn't need red fur. <laughs> it's like she picked up the carpets on the way out. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Untucked. Yeah. I really like that Nina is talking about her coming out story and that she's also reminding us about Matthew Shepard because mm-hmm. I am very. Um, I'm disappointed to say that I had forgotten about Matthew Shepard and that we should really? never. Yeah. I had forgotten about him. Um, and I think that, uh, I mean, it, it's terrible to say it, but his, his murder really, I think it, it really pushed the, um, the gay rights movement, uh, toward like, Closer to fighting. I don't know. I don't know how to word it properly, it, but it, it just gave like, it a little more gas. I think. Yeah. Like it really, you know, and it was so gruesome. And um, if you don't know about it, you should, right? Because a lot of these girls didn't. Well, right, and that's why I'm saying I knew about it because I remember. I don't necessarily remember it happening because I think I was still really young when it happened, and so I wasn't. I I definitely wasn't out, and I probably wasn't paying attention to it. But I think. A lot of the people, a lot of the people who watch this show, maybe didn't mm-hmm. even know about it at all. Yeah. We would have been, we were so, fourteen when it happened. Yeah, I mean, I remember this very vividly. I remember it because a lot of the stuff that, like, a lot of the gay culture that I had to consume once I did come out, did surround Matthew Shepard's death, specifically with the Laramie Project mm-hmm. and. Um, and other other pieces of media that came out following that. Um, but I just, we need to remember that, you know, that, this happened. that these kinds of things happen. Yeah. I mean, he was left for, I mean, it, you know, left for dead. And, you know, Nina's perspective coming from that part of the country, you know, and all the things that happened to her um, in college, I think are are really important because they have not stopped happening. Yeah. You know, these, and, and I don't think that we're living in a, in a world right now where people believe that, but you know what? Like just because queer people are present in media doesn't mean that, that the fight is that over, the fight's over yeah. or that, you know, you need to let your guard down. I mean, don't be afraid all the time, but like it's, 
there are pockets pockets of this country where it's not so hot for us. Yeah. You know, and I think there always will be. Yeah. And this I think this is a again a moment that we really needed. Yeah. You know. I also like that she created that that um she she created a parallel mm-hmm. with the trans with like trans issues mm-hmm. and uh specifically trans women of color being murdered in in this country Mm -hmm. i mean that's something that we need to be paying attention to and i feel like a lot of you know a lot of cis gay men are not really interested in talking about trans issues yeah and they don't care they're just i feel like a lot of people are like oh we can get married now this is over it's not over Mm -hmm. it's still it's there's still things we have to fight for and you know there's it it never there there's there's never an opportunity or there there never isn't an opportunity to remind everyone that Stonewall was started by queer trans people of color. Yep. Always remember that. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um so the <laughs> this is something frivolous like the results of this maxi challenge. Exactly. Uh Brooke wins. I'm confused, but I can't think of a better option. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. I I think, honestly, it was just because everything was so well-crafted. Sure. Fine. But anyway, Whatever. she wins. Um, honestly, I couldn't care who won this challenge. Um, you didn't think Nina should have been there? Yes. Actually, Nina should have. Nina yeah. should have been there because I feel like her her three looks, one of them was disappointing. And I would say the same thing about Brooks and... Brooke's third look, which in my opinion was the disappointing one of the three, um, her third look didn't convey monster. Scarlet could have been up there, actually. Yeah, she could Scarlet have been up there, too. Just because all of her looks met the challenge to a T. Right. I thought. So, but I, I think that they were going for who, who like, who had the best hems. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It could have also been Plastique. They give, pla- they gave Plastique so much. Yeah like so much good feedback mm-hmm. from these looks yeah um really i don't get why scarlet was safe and not in the like top honestly just based on the on, performance yeah and on the the yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i think that scarlet took a lot of risks with yeah, her looks there were other anyway but she wins a 300 dollars gift card from travelgay.com um and we find out that the bottom two are ariel and sugar so i think that Raja needed to be in this bottom. I don't know if they needed to expand the bottom to be a bottom four or whatever. I think they needed that she needed to be there because she needed to hear that her uh wait, it was the I'm trying to remember all of her looks now. I remember the witch was the uh the Oz, Oz citizen the, and then the bone collector was last. And then the first one was like a like catwoman. Yeah, she needed she needed to hear some critiques about these mm-hmm. three looks because they were not great. Well, like yeah, but yeah, I just I don't understand why they made they they let her be safe. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. get that. I guess because they probably thought uh, what Brooke, Sugar, and or not Brooke. I'm sorry, Sugar, Ariel, and Silky mm-hmm. did was much more disappointing. But yeah, I don't know. I I mean and. Like, Sugar's first and last looks were very um, disjointed. Well, the first look was not disjointed. The first look just took way too much explaining. It was confusing. It was confusing, but it was well put together. The last look was just like, every, you know, the kitchen sink. Um, you can say the same thing for Ariel. Her, well, yeah, exactly. Her first look was great. The other two, confusing. Yeah. 
Silky, all three confusing. So why yeah. wasn't she lip syncing this week? I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. But anyway, RL and Sugar are there. So mm-hmm. that's what we have to work with. Yes. Um, and they have to lip sync to I'm Your Baby Tonight by Whitney Houston. Um, I didn't like this song for this. I like this song, but not for a lip sync. No. Okay. And here's the thing. And I know that right now this is very controversial because but. of the documentary. I mean, and in general, this would have been perfect to use thriller like yeah i know like i'm not defending anybody Mm -hmm. awful but michael jackson's thriller to me is kind of like the embodiment of like if you go to a halloween party it has to be on the playlist yeah you know and so like that would have been fun to see not appropriate again in terms of what's going on right now and you know more things that are coming to light because of the documentary but this is not like give me the monster mash something something Halloween. Something scary Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there are Lady Gaga songs that could have been done. Uh, yeah. Like Paparazzi would have probably fit yeah. in really well they here. They could have done Christmas Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, wow. Or why not do Elvira's pumpkin song? Oh, that's true. Like, I don't know. I I really was convinced they were going to do, uh, when, when RuPaul was like, you've been asked, because she, she never announces the mm-hmm. lip sync song before it happens, unless the singer is on the judging panel Mm -hmm. so i was like oh they're gonna do an elvira song this is big but then they did i'm your baby tonight by whitney houston which doesn't even like it doesn't even come close to touching halloween much less like scary shit unless it's like the monster you'd like to freak being your baby tonight i don't know i don't don't get it i don't like it i don't get it um yeah so they lip sync and then we have to say bye to ariel i think because she chose that she did that weird choreography she fell. and then she fell that that fall looked like it really hurt it really did mm. she fell like what looked like flat on her face mm. like she fell forward no 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 she fell on her butt replay that beautiful bean footage go ahead press let's play see. let's see what happens i don't know i i just it looked um i'm pretty sure she fell on her butt and uh that's why because that is like i feel like that is maybe the easiest injury to get but um it just it looked like it really hurt and then she also does this like back bend i don't know i think that she was working really hard to try and win this lip sync but it just didn't work out for her they could have given them a better song for this yeah um if you're looking for the fall it happens before this moment oh, it already wow. happened at this point yeah keep going you're almost there okay. right after this moment i hate those shoes yeah, I feel like those are Clunkers. part of the the shoes she was wearing are like part of the drag starter kit. I have those shoes in a different color. This hair got better the more she messed it up. Yeah. Lip syncing. That's true. I mean, I like that Sugar's horn stayed in place. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, having tried to attach things to my wigs in the past, they don't always stay where you want them to. Yeah. Also, Ariel's bow kind of gives me Elmira. Oh. Like if Elmira were a mermaid. Yeah. Okay. It's coming. Here, she Here goes, it is. She goes. Boom. Oh yeah. She, she fell on her knee. On her side. What yeah. are you, you're not looking at the screen. I, she fell on her side. It's not fun. Poor thing. But yeah. But then she gets to go home and ice it. Okay. You know. Um. Are you, you know. done inspecting the lips? Yeah. She Can we move on. She'll have to complain like Charlie Hyde's about her broken rib. You know, next week at the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's that. Let's talk about this listener question. Oh, my God. Well, more like a listener listener email. Yeah. 
You're like hemming and hawing over Sorry. the fucking lip sync. It's like the lip sync was clear. Somebody fell. I got absorbed Let's move on. in the moment. Although, if I'm being completely honest, this could have been a double yes, it elimination. Um, but anyway, we're done with talking about that. So we got an amazing email from our listener, Grant, from Chicago, who basically gave us an education on what gerrymandering yes. is. And if you remember, I think it was on the Orange Alert episode... Yeah, the orange last alert, week's episode. Last week's episode, where Silky revealed that she was registered as a Republican, as in an effort to uh, basically be kind of like a Trojan horse in terms of uh, voting, yes. and like districts and yes. how they're outlined. Now she used the word gentrification. It is gerrymandering, and so Grant wrote in and explained exactly what gerrymandering is. So yes. shall we? Are we going to read the whole thing? It's no, very I'm going to I'm going to skip around. Although um, I, I do want to say thank you to Grant because whereas we could have done this research ourselves, you were kind enough to provide it to us unsolicited, and yeah. I really, really appreciate the work that you've done because this is very detailed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is a way that we can put this out there for the listeners. To well, see. Grant did um, provide us with links oh, okay. on redistricting and things like that. So we'll, we'll post those on the website with the, uh, with the show notes. Yeah. Um, so he explains what, so gerrymandering is when voting district lines are drawn strategically to favor a certain party. Um, it's fucked up. He says, because in many places the voting lines are drawn in by the party in power. So they can draw the district lines to ensure that the most districts go to them. Um, and he says, when places are gerrymandered, the districts that are drawn up drawn end up looking very weird. Thanks to technology, they can split streets down the wit- down the middle, skip a single house on the block, etc. More and more judges are declaring that gerrymandering is un- unconstitutional because it suppresses voters and let us know that in Pennsylvania recently had to redraw their lines because they were so illegal oh. because of gerrymandering. Um, and then shows us how like the districts can get really, really, really skinny. Um, and then the, the redrawn lines. And then he tells us this is why it's so important. So at the national level, district lines are being redrawn in 2020. So it's very important that we get out the vote in the next election or risk being gener- in gerrymandered hell until 2030 when the lines are redrawn again. Mm-hmm. And it basically keeps the power in the governing party's hands. Um, they provides us with some resources, which, like we said, we'll put on the um, on the website. Um this, and this image that he sent us of on how to steal an election, it really yeah. breaks it down for you. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like a really messed up, like chopped up pie because you're, you know, ensuring that like you have less Democrats than there actually are in an area or, you know, whatever side of the party you're on. Um, so well, that you're grouping them in a way that, yeah. that favors your Republicans. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what he says is that in Silky's case, when lines are drawn, there will be a Dr. Ganache Republican at her address, and she'll possibly put in the Republican district. And once she's there, she can vote. <clears throat> she can vote for the for the Democrats and take down the Republican Party from the inside. It is exactly a Trojan horse, and I think that that's an incredible, like I said last week, an incredible way to like bring down the Republican Party. Is this a good strategy, though? I, I still feel after reading this email, which was very informative yes. for me, someone who doesn't know a lot about gerrymandering and how, you know, how these districts are split up the way they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, is it better to do what Silky's doing where you're essentially lying and being 
put into a group um, with them and the, and the people who are you putting you into the group have the expectation that you're going to vote red. Mm-hmm. Is it better to do that and then flip it from the inside or is it better to change like to to switch from a two party system and not have stuff like this? Well, I don't see, know. the thing is, I feel like in this country, that's not going to happen because that requires a, a change on a level that I think it's too lazy and or lawmakers will never agree to it yeah but and any and you know um granny even says in his email like it 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 may not be hugely effective unless everybody starts doing it right but it's a strategy yeah and i think that especially because nowadays you know we each as individuals have to take matters into our own hands which you know you can do via activism or you know spending your money where you know with Voting with your dollars. Thank yeah. you. There we go. Yeah. Voting with your dollars, making sure you go vote, you know, so on and so forth, right? But if in this case, this is this is I think even taking it to another level because you're ensuring that you're not going to be ge- like gerrymandered mm-hmm. or at least trying to. And I and I'm still wrapping my head around it because I have heard about this. I, I hadn't read this much about it before, but. I can't imagine sitting there like, you know, with like a pen on a pad and being like, oh, Republic, you know, it it seems, I mean, obviously, I guess the effort is worth it for them, you know, to like rig things this way. But if you can try and take it down from the inside, why not? Also, I mean, what I wonder about the Republican Party is why they're I get that they're conservative and that they're they're looking to um you know, overall, I I get that the con- the Republican Party's idea, like their ideology, is to, you know, bring bring back these like old morals and stuff. But why aren't they changing with the times? It's it's something that everyone has to do. Mm-hmm. Like you can have gay people who are you know not interested in spending money on certain things yeah. and that are fiscally conservative mm-hmm. but are socially you know socially liberal, liberal yeah. or socially a little bit more progressive i just i don't understand i i guess i still don't understand what they get out of hating queer people so much mm-hmm. or tra- trans people or yeah. whatever and i just I don't, don't get it i don't think it's republicans on the whole but it or is people of it, color but it's definitely their um you know the 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 party's ideology that needs a big refresher yeah or they need to move because there are lots of queer republicans sadly like you know and and you know they support the party no matter what um but yes anyway thank you grant for this email um visual aids and all i mean this is amazing um especially for somebody by myself like myself who gets very confused about a lot of this stuff right i appreciate it right um we both do actually yes so yeah So that brings us to the end of another recap. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We're Grizzly Kiki on everything. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So be sure to follow us there. You can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and maybe we'll read yours on the air. And don't forget to subscribe <gasps> on iTunes and Spotify. So until next time. Bye. bye.